I'm more and more convinced each year as I get older that uh, the Lord in his wisdom stayed with us after the um, resurrection for the very reasons that we live. He knew we were going to get it all messed up. <laughs> you know, I, I just think, just, I mean, think really, um, you know, right after the resurrection, what happened to the disciples? I, I mean, three years with Jesus saying, do not be afraid, take courage, do these things, go out and do, I will be with you. All these things, and, and, and what did they do? They locked themselves behind closed doors. Some of them, like us, after hard uh, hard day of work or two, um, they took off for the beach. Um, they went out and fished. They did all kinds of things. The two of the disciples were even leaving town. And he had to go gather them all back together again and say, did you hear me? Were you listening? Didn't I say it properly? I, the one thing I always like about the, the, the scriptures for us is, as those who follow Christ is, is that he didn't mince words. You know, Christ said, let your yes be yes and your no mean no. He said, if you're going to be lukewarm, I'm going to spit you right out. And you can just almost hear him saying to those disciples, you know, I always, always wonder what they didn't write down. <laughs> They tell us they, there's many other things that Jesus did, but we didn't write them down. I'm wondering if they didn't write down that they got scolded. <laughs> that, you know, I told you this, and that look at you. What a mess you are. So it's staying around for a while. Forty days I'm going to stay around, and then I'm going to go back to my father. By the way, speaking of which, this week is Ascension Thursday, and uh, we'll have Mass on Wednesday evening at 7 and then Thursday at 7, 9, and 7 p.m., 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 7 p.m. I think it's important to reinstate that vigil the night before, so I'm going to do that for us. Um, but anyway, um, you know, he stays around for those 40 days, and what, and what are we learning in these 40 days for ourselves? Who continually hide and who continually walk away or continually uh, take the message uh, wrongly? You know, he comes to us today and he says, look, I need, this is what I need of you. Of all the things I've told you, I want you to keep my word. You know, my word is important. It's not going to change. It's always going to be what I meant to say. Just off the cuff, I preached a, when I was a younger priest, I was asked to preach a 40 hours at a parish and one of our, um, pastors had retired and he was known for his long homilies and he um, I preached and went and sat down and he was the presider at the 40 hours and he stood up and he said what father meant to say was <laughs> and then he preached for 20 minutes <laughs> and I felt like standing up and saying no I said what I meant to say it's right here on this piece of paper <laughs> so, but Jesus, he says to us, his word is important. And, and, and if you keep that word, then we're going to be close. And then what does he do? He goes right back to what we've been hearing the last couple of weeks. He said, take that word and let peace come upon you. What did he, that's always what he says after the resurrection, he's constantly saying, peace. Peace be with you. And I'm going to give you a peace that you have yet to understand. A peace that only the, the world cannot give, only God can give. And while we, like those disciples, lived in trouble and live in fear, Christ's peace comes to us and says, 
I'm going to be with you, in you. I'm sending the Holy Spirit to guide you, to direct you, to teach you, so that you will always have that peace within you if you search for it. It's troublesome sometimes. You know, we, we, some of us think we, you know, we can interpret God's word to fit our case or our, 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 our situation. Um, and Jesus is saying to us in this gospel, you either keep my word or you don't. You either love or you don't. You have peace or you don't. We often think as Christians that we can just take those words of Jesus and fit them into our own way of thinking, make them applicable to, to our own time or to the societal pressures and the whims of what today's population wants. We use them often, the words of Jesus, to wiggle out of our own responsibilities, to clear us of our own sins. But that's not what we're hearing if we listen to this gospel carefully. We're hearing Jesus say, there are truths about my ministry, there are words that I'm telling you that you cannot discuss or debate. I mean what I mean. Don't tweak it. Don't amend it. And I'm thinking, you know, this morning I thought, what kind of things did he say? And he said a lot. The most difficult thing, some I think we think, is this phrase, love one another. That's hard. That's harsh at times when, especially when we've been burned to the core by someone else's behavior or attitude. We've been rejected, we've been, we've been embarrassed or put, uh, uh, abashed or abased publicly. He says, judge not and you will not be judged. And we spend half of our lifetime making sure that someone doesn't step any further than we need them to go or we, they don't fit our mold, so we're going to make them look bad or we're going to make people not like them or turn against them because we decided Jesus says, forgive and you'll be forgiven. Be reconciled. Admit your weakness. Admit your, 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 your sins. Eat my body, drink my blood, and you'll have life. Give to the poor. Give lavishly. I mean, those are some really undebatable things that he really puts pressure on us to, to, to live and to, to understand about ourselves. Even to the point where he gives us the loophole and says, if you can't do that, then leave your gift at the altar, go and be reconciled, and then come back. Jesus says, I'm going to give you that strength, and it's going to come through my peace, the peace that surpasses that understanding, the strength that you can be true to my word. I read a, a blog this week by a Presbyterian minister that I really enjoyed parts of what, what she had to say, and I want to share some of that with you. She says that we live in a world that often find, or we find ourselves left alone. We feel abandoned. You know, we, we think so much, we think so much of the world, you know, we forget about, we think the world has more to offer to us than, than Christ can offer us. Then Jesus offers us himself. God provides for us. She goes on to say that we, we sometimes feel like we've been completely abandoned and we live like those disciples facing the unimaginable. And it comes with trauma and it comes with loss. And somehow we have to figure out a way to survive. 
Somehow we have to continue to live and breathe when we feel it's impossible. Yesterday at the bazaar, I said uh, to someone, I went into the bookstore part of it, and there was a rack of self-help books, and I said, I'll take them all. (laughs) Take them all. Sometimes we look at the wrong places. We're, We're not looking deep inside of us where Christ is already exists, where Christ already invites us to that peace in which we look. And so so this writer goes on to say, she says, the world gives us a lot of beauty, but it also gives us trouble. It gives us disappointment. And the world gives us these fleeting relationships, and we become very vulnerable, especially with those who hurt us and those who leave us. And in our living, we try to give ourselves truly and completely to someone or or to something or relationship, friendship, spouse, or or whatever, and, and... She says, we forget about giving ourselves to Christ. Come to me, you who are labored and burdened, and I'll give you rest. She said, all we find is that our marriages are crumbling, or we find out that that we just become bitter and we feel like we're alone. She says, we live in a world that's filled with famine and filled with war, a world that gives us shattering trauma, the slow ache of depression, grief, addiction, violence, death. She says, that's why Jesus stands in front of us and says, I'm giving you peace, my peace. We live in this world without his physical presence. We live in this world in which we listen to him in his word and in song and scripture and, 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 and and we eat and drink his body and blood at this altar. But he gives us that peace not to flee from our responsibilities, not to run and hide and lock ourselves behind doors or, or run to the, you know, run away from where he's leading us. But to enter more deeply with courage into his world, to the world to come. So let us keep his word and let us accept his peace.